Welcome to Game That Too! It is game that tune, and we are back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here. We've got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. There he is. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. It's game that tune, episode 301. It's the first episode of August Absurdity 2022. My goodness, guys, what an epic show we have coming up for you tonight. If you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, normally what we do is listen to video game music, and we each bring three songs from a game and try and guess each other's games with the songs and a little bit of trivia, goof off, and have a lot of fun. And the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. This time... There's no goofing off. There's no having fun. There's no picking a theme for next week. It's August Absurdity, people. It's head-to-head game that tune action. It's our competitive uh, phase of the year. We take the game very, very seriously in the month of August. The championship belt is on the line. The bragging rights are on the line. Uh, you know, the, the crown that you know rests so heavy on everyone's head. It's on the line. Everything. This is, uh, this is August Absurdity. It's for all the marbles. I just want to interject and interrupt you for just a moment, John. Um, That's why I have been drinking alcohol to lower my inhibitions and abilities, because I wanted to give you three a chance of winning. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a good storyline going into August Absurdity. Uh, You know, David, the former champ, down on his luck, somehow finding redemption in the bottom of a number of cans of beer. Um... (laughs) It's 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 down to be bound uh, bound to be down there, David. Just keep looking. Uh, but yeah, it's August Absurdity where we're going to be competing head to head, and we always started off with some different thing. We never really have any consistent uh, you know things set for the first week of August Absurdity. Sometimes we do a fan request tip off. Sometimes we just uh, you know do a little head to head action you know and try and you know try and win over uh, one another. But Jesse, great guy that he is, said a great set of words on last week's episode the words battle royale and uh that is uh that's what we're gonna do tonight guys for those that aren't familiar with a battle royale in wrestling parlance uh what we're gonna do is we're all gonna enter the arena at the same time and then attempt to throw each other over the top rope thereby eliminating each other from the show and whoever is the last man standing wins. In the case of, say, WWF's Royal Rumble, they win their title shot at WrestleMania. Here on Game That Tune, the last man standing gets to call out his opponent for the uh, next round of August Absurdity. Basically, uh, gives them uh, gives them a competitive advantage going into the next uh, head-to-head phase. So, it's uh, it's going to be slightly different show than normal. We've got uh, we've each brought a song, or we've each brought a game. 
And we've got a fantastic fan request to uh, give everybody a level playing field, a level scoring chance. Nobody has seen or heard, uh, you know, or knows what the fan request is. It was submitted in confidence. Um, and then after uh, after the fifth game, somebody's eliminated from the show. The lowest score will be eliminated, and we will continue playing extra games until there's one man standing. It's a highly competitive Royal Rumble battle royale uh is royal rumble copyrighted jesse are we in a, are we in any danger of uh getting like a, a letter for saying royal rumble versus battle royale probably not okay good i'm glad to know that but yeah so it's gonna be a bit of a rumble in the game that tune jungle it's uh it's gonna be good it's gonna be a lot of fun we've all brought challenging games to trip each other up we're going to be uh, trying to screw each other over, uh, you know, taking things very seriously. Uh, all the things that you love to see four nerds do on the internet. Just uh, listen to video game music and yell at each other and take it very, very seriously. It's uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. So, um, let's see. The uh, first entrant into the, uh, into the arena, obviously, has the uh, slight disadvantage of being the first person in there. But, you know, we'll see... Uh, We'll see how it works out for him. Johnny, who's the first entrant into uh, the Battle Royale arena? Ah, that would be David. Oh, here we go. Game one.
um, the PC version of this game, because of the Steam Workshop, features additional playable characters such as Lind from Fire Emblem, Waluigi from the Super Mario series, Blaze the Cat from the Sonic the Hedgehog series, Master Chief from Halo, and Ronald McDonald. Whereas the console version features guest characters such as Ori from Ori and the Blind Forest and Shovel Knight from Shovel Knight, Shovel of Hope.
Stop checking your watch, that song is great. Who's got an answer ready? I do. So ready. Alright, so Johnny has an answer. Um, Jesse, can you please rotate your answer like 75 degrees? Oh. My bad. Alright, so, uh, John Regan says Scottick with a top hat and checkered pants. Sadly incorrect. John Harrington says Indie Pogo. Right idea. Sadly incorrect. Jesse has the correct answer. This is Rifles of Ether. Um, bitch. This is Rivals of Ether. Are you, Does anyone it, have anything to add to that or no? I said son of a bitch, but you know. So uh, what okay, is well, this? I was Yeah, feel free to elaborate. <laughs> so Rivals of Ether is a indie game. It is an indie platform fighting game. Um and I'm gonna uh, take a second to say something that might potentially be a hot take on the show. Johnny, get ready. Hot let take. Me, let me say it first. <laughs> um, so the Super Smash Brothers series, I enjoy playing as a like casual, like what the fuck, throw everything out there game. In addition to a competitive fighting game. Hot take. So because of that, I feel like Rivals of Ether was a game kind of made for me because this is a a platform fighting game that is designed specifically around the competitive style. Like there's there's no items, there's no wacky shit and whatnot. Um, it's mm. it's more geared towards the like competitive one-on-one fighting. You can also do two-on-two and like four-on-four free-for-alls and whatnot. Um, but the game features a story featuring characters based around this entire world. Every character has an element, um, you know, earth, water, fire, and air. Um, and the game is... All of the characters are just very unique characters. So you have a character named Orkane who is kind of a combination of killer whale and wolf based in the water elemental elemental <clears throat> you also have a character based on the the air elemental that's like a snake but in a in a mech suit that mm. like uses the air elemental like wind generation and whatnot um it's just it's a really solid competitive like 16-bit fighting game but instead of being like a king of fighters or street fighter version it's based on the smash rule set where you just kind of like beat the hell out of somebody and then knock them off of the stage and then they ko themselves I felt like maybe when I took that pause, somebody would have something to say, but apparently no, you're describing not. the game very aptly. I mean, yeah? what is there to say? You're, you're, you're describing every aspect of this game. It's 16-bit it, Smash Bros. <laughs> it's it's a really fun game, um, and they also integrated to, because it is an indie game, 
They integrated two indie characters. Um, you can play as Ori from Ori and the Blind Fortress. You can also play as Shovel Knight. Um, and they do a really good job, similar to how Smash does, just incorporating those characters' playstyles. So, like, for example, Shovel Knight as a taunt opens up a shop so you can purchase different moves. <laughs> so, like, as you beat the hell out of characters, you acquire gems and you collect those gems and then you can, like, purchase the giant Warhorn from Shovel Knight or you can purchase an upgrade to the propeller dagger from shovel knight like it does a really good job of incorporating those characters into this world um and the thing that i really liked about this game is each individual character kind of has their own unique ability so there's a character um and i'm blanking on their name i apologize but they're like a flaming lion character who can bestow a burning status onto others with certain moves and if you do that you can do more damage to them um, personally my main in this game uh, there's a character called Crag who is basically like a giant beetle in the earth element who can summon like rocks and whatnot and John Paul George Ringo. you know honestly I think I think he's mostly best. Okay. No, he's mostly a George. <laughs> you can you can summon a rock and you can like leave it there and then if you like you can bounce enemies off of it for combos or you can pick up the rock and throw it at other characters. Like this game has a lot of really. It's one of those pick up and play games, but also has a lot of mechanics that are super deep. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a really, really fun game, and mainly the reason that I put it on the show is because it's got a banger of a soundtrack. It is pretty good, man. It has a pretty great soundtrack. Yeah. Um, I tapped my toe. I, I was indeed tapping my toe. I, I dare say it's a bop. Uh, these, uh, these songs you played. Uh, so... You know, forgive me if I just wasn't fully paying attention to your trivia, but I feel like you listed off a lot more than just a couple of Ori characters as uh, connected to this game. Like, how does Master Chief factor into this? Well, see, that's the thing. Like, if you download this game onto a console, then it's just like, you get like 14 characters and that's it. Ah. But if you play it on PC, the Steam library, there's gotcha. a like Steam workshop where people are doing crazy shit with this game. Like, gotcha. again, uh, it's not just Ronald McDonald that's in this game. It's Cosmic Ronald McDonald who is doing crazy shit. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure there's a character in this game that's Cloud Strife, but he has the Buster tonight. Sword, and the Buster Sword is the size of the stage. So you're just, like, swinging that max smacking people around like that doesn't sound fun <laughs> i see so these are modded these are mods basically by like the community Mod essentially yeah. yeah 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 because that's what the c workshop is just a way to distribute mods you know right um well and that's the thing it's like there are maybe 30 percent of the people who are working their ass off to make characters and stages that fit in the game that work within the rules of the game and then the other 70% are like, how broken can we make shit? 
Yeah. Right. It's called the Mario Maker Ratio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm... I haven't done my research. I'm not 100% certain, but I'm pretty sure Spongebob is a character in this game, and he just what? breaks the game completely. Of course. How could Spongebob not be a character in this game? It's the easiest character to draw in that number of pixels. Like, so you're, you're telling me you didn't do your own research? In regards to the Steam version, no. But for the console version, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've played this game. Um, I'm a crag main. I've enjoyed this game. Um, it's just the depths of the Steam community. Sadly, I have not spelunked. It's oh. a good way to put it. <laughs> David, you gotta go spelunking, man. Steam is yeah. a rich... Steam Workshop is a rich library of just pure bananas bullshit, and I love it. There's like so many games and so much, so much great stupid shit on there, and it makes it so easy to install uh, mods. Um, I love it. It's like one of the greatest things ever, that's ever been made in terms of like m- making games easily moddable without having to like fuck around a whole lot, you know. And mm. yeah, that's a good Spelunkin trip. And this is a good game to <laughs> uh, find things on that Spelunkin trip. I mean, because like I, I, I gotta, it seems like I gotta, easy to implement stuff into this game, so. I gotta back you up with that, Johnny, because, like, the workshop, there's so many things where it's just, like, you click the thing, and it, then it's just in your game. Yeah. Like, if, like, anytime I'm reading anything, it's like, oh, if you want to do this mod, as soon as they're like, okay, first you have to, like, download this thing, I'm like, well, I guess I'm not using mods, because I, I don't want to have to do, like, more than one step. <laughs> Yeah, the second and it's like Steam does that. The second it's like go to C colon program files, you're like, I'm out. Yeah, no, <laughs> not finding happen. any hidden folders. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not finding yeah. you know, any fucking libraries. No, no, no. Yeah, Rename that, this no. Notepad thing. In yeah, your download folder. download a special version of Notepad and edit a file that is not yeah. a fucking text file. No, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> no, no, no. See, that's why I enjoyed the Switch version, where it's just like, download the game. Can't do any of this. Play. (laughs) None of this applies. Enjoy. And, yeah, you can play as a beetle who, like, grabs chunks of earth and throws them at people, and that's probably the closest I will ever get to Pinsir in a Smash game. And you know Mm. what? We take those. Well observed. You know, until they make, uh, you know, Pokemon Rivals of Aether, and uh, just, you know, let them all loose. But... You know, I was really hoping that Pinsir was going to be the bug-type representative for Pokémon Tournament, but no, they added Shizor instead, and I was kind of sad. Yeah, it makes sense, though. You know, Pinsir's too old school. People have forgotten about Pinsir. You know, or that's how these motherfuckers want to act. Anyway, David, um, great pick, man. Anything else on these rivals of Ether? No, it's a really fun game, and like I said, it's a... If you are into competitive Smash Brothers but don't want to play competitive Smash Brothers, you know, it's a great game. Mm-hmm. I like that. Might have to might just have to check it out. Uh, it's like There's Smash Brothers, but you know, for more furries. I'm into it. Um Man. Okay, cool. Well, Jesse jumped out to the early lead. Does that mean his uh, his game's next, Johnny, or who's next into the arena? Oh, yeah, let's let's go with that. That sounds fun. We'll make Jesse yeah. next now. Cool, yeah, Jesse stepped into the arena with a big point. Let's see if we can score one back on him. Game two.
Okay. So, um, this game, it, um, features a lot of different skins you can purchase for characters. And, uh, there are four that are references to different web browsers. There's, uh, Foxfire, Ari. There's Safari, Caitlin. There's Explorer, Ezreal. And there's Chrome, Aramis. And also Edge. I don't know. I have a guess. An educated guess. Hmm. Those are the best kind. I guess. <laughs> wow. Um, so, David uh, guessed multiverses, which I used last week. That's incorrect. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I was the first one. I knew I was wrong. <laughs> John and Johnny both have League of Legends, which is the correct answer. This is uh, League of Legends. Um, In and, fairness, uh, David was definitely blacked out by the time we talked about multiverses last week. That's true. It was the last game. <laughs> I was really far gone on episode yeah. 300. Trust me, brother. <laughs> I recognized that in the moment, and even more so in the editing. <laughs> John editing the episode like, oh yeah, I've played this 
get. Yeah, yeah. Searching Google for like, you know, is there an audacity filter that can unslur speech? <laughs> it turns it out, episode, nope, there's not. <laughs> it was episode 300. I was excited and celebratory. Yeah. So you shot off like a firework. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I started the episode strong and then just kind of like, that's how and that then so- crashed. That's how that song Firework goes. She slowly starts slurring over the course of the song. Baby, <laughs> 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 Firework. Five dollars. <laughs> I'm sorry, anyway, Jesse. Jesse. So this is League of Legends? Yeah, Jesse brought some obscure-ass, yeah. unpopular game yeah, this, onto the show that he wants to some, talk about. Uh, upstart indie title. Yeah. Talk about fucking go-nowhere game. Um, it's... It's pretty new, I think, or uh, <laughs> actually, it's been around almost ten years. Uh, more uh, than ten. maybe more than ten years. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> God, that long. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this is uh, League of Legends. Um, you know, I've tried it a few times, and it never really stuck. But um, as of like a month or so ago, like I've been playing it like every day. <laughs> and, oh shit! Um, <laughs> it's 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 kind of. It's kind of fun, like, uh, when you, you get into it, like, well, okay, so there's this one mode called hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm sorry, Jesse, but a game that's been out for 13 years and still has a large player base, Jesse says is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no so hot take, Johnny. There's, um, <laughs> but what they've done a lot, they've done a lot of cool things that make it uh, real approachable. There's um, different, um, like, modes that are cool. Um, like there's one mode it's called ARAM which stands for all random all middle and so I don't know if you're familiar how in typical uh, League of Legends play there are three lanes Um, in this mode there's just one lane so basically it's just a hallway and um, everyone just going into the middle right there and just brawling it's basically just a use your fancy powers to blow each other up and it's Mm. real fun Okay, Um, see, that's funny, man. I used the exact same acronym for fingering girls in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Always, wait. All random, all middle, baby. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Straight in. (laughs) Oh, no. That's pretty good. Um, No um, idea what I was doing. (laughs) So so that's fun because it's, uh, like, you just get a random character, and you don't know who you're going to pick, and so if you're a beginner every character is new for you so like that's a good way to try out new characters and see if you like one you know sometimes i I got i've gotten stuck with some character i didn't like and i was like this guy sucks and now you know i have no reason to buy him or or earn the in-game currency to like get him because i played him and he sucks but you play another character you're like well this dude's freaking awesome and you're trying to unlock that guy now um, so there's like there's that way to play. There's the uh, the traditional way, which is the the three different lanes, and um, um, it's basically like a competitive RPG if you think about it. Like you're leveling up your character. Um, you're like there's a specific uh, 
role on your team called a jungler, which is a thing I've been looking into, and it's kind of fun. And basically, you just ignore everything else that's going on in the battle, and you go into the jungle and fight monsters. And so, like, everyone else is fighting other players, and you're like, I'm going to fight these monsters. And you fight them, they give buffs to the other your teammates and stuff. So it's good to go kill these monsters. Hmm. Um, and sometimes you run into the uh, other player's jungler, and you have a little duel in the jungle. Or you try to trick him into fighting a dragon before he's, you know, powerful enough to, so he gets fucked up by the dragon. And then you can, you know, finish off the dragon so your team gets the buff. Um, so that's fun. I like the you know the timing game of trying to like compete for a buff by killing the monster at the right time. That's a uh, yeah, that's that's always a little fun. Yeah, it's it's you know, it, I don't know if you heard of this guys. This game is uh, popular as far as this thing called <laughs> esports. Have you ever heard of this? It's electronic sports, not like electronic football where like the the little pieces move around, but like you, it's well, like no, you're you play about video games like on Madden. the internet for money. Madden. And people watch it, yeah. FIFA and Madden. Yeah, and yeah, it's like, like 2K. FIFA and Madden, but but this game. And so you got like like esports. Five... The, the E stands for Electronic Arts. Ah, uh, no, no, no. It's in the no. game. No. So you get <laughs> it's it's basically. It. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Like if if you watch it, you'll typically see like five Asian dudes versus five other Asian dudes, <laughs> and um. It's really high-level play, and it's, I've been trying to, you know, learn more about jungling. And the only bad thing, David? No, I just wanted to interrupt episode 301 with a clip from, I believe, episode 2. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why are we making this about race? This is Game That Tune, not Let's Be Racist. Why yeah. are we sent like, a bunch of, like, Asian guys fighting Asian guys? You're saying that, you know... Only well, I'm just Asian guys tipped. are the top players in the world, Jesse? You're saying they're just the best? Yes, like I am. Reverse prejudice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Every time <laughs> they're all really good at it. <laughs> occasionally, you'll get like a cool like Scandinavian team, but they're mm. only going to place like fourth or fifth. Let's be real, David. Um, <laughs> acting like I know the whole like, eSports. Like, yeah, I've watched Je- like two matches. Jesse's been calling eSports on the weekends for the last 13 I years. Still, I think they were called like 100 Thieves, the one of the teams I saw. I that like seems how, against the rules. I like how you're saying like, I've only seen two two games of eSports, so I don't know anything, and that's why you're the racist one, David. Like, Wait, what? Checks out. Now, and my so, question uh, is, would you rather fight one esports team of thieves or a uh, oh, no. hundred Asians, a hundred thief-sized Asians? So anyways, I don't like where this is going. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to back so, that one out. See you guys later. I, I will say... <laughs> let's immediately um, go to Jesse. I will say... A lot. There is a lot of um, toxic community in this game. However, I see. No, I feel not like, in esports. I listen. I feel like the game itself, um, from my experience, they have a lot of different ways to block that toxicity. Like it starts the game when you start playing with just chat turn the fuck off. So like, which is great. Because 
sometimes you'll be playing a game like back when before they had that little option uh as soon as you would be in a group you're gonna see some slurs instantly um then when you get to actual like fighting whatever you're doing is wrong like if it's your especially like you're like i want to try this game out and you're they're like quit feeding and like you're like feeding what does that mean i'm i'm not even eating i'm playing a game I'm, there, there's no lunch you know right and uh no that but sounds now, terrible man. i don't see any of that shit well i oh, recently good. turned it on because i wanted to communicate with my team and um if anyone gives me lip, I just reverse it on them and act like I'm a big idiot, and that really gets them mad. <laughs> so, to to be honest, um, every time that I see a, a note about like you really need to play this online game, I assume that it's going to be full of horrible people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But like from my, so far, I haven't met anybody. I don't I don't interact with a lot of people or any people besides if I'm playing. And, you know, I tell someone I'm going to jungle, and then they're like, cool. So I haven't... <laughs> right, see you, you know, there, bye. <laughs> like, 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 I assume, like, if you go on the Reddit or read comments on stuff or articles, yeah, yeah, just, you know, just don't do that. But if you just want to play it, I would love to play with, like, some friends, because I feel like it would be a real cool game to, like, just get into voice chat and like pretend you know what you're doing and be like oh how's how's mid doing so and so oh it's doing pretty good you're like oh top needs help blah 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 you know we're so cool aren't we uh you know stuff like that yeah i don't want to learn any lingo or like yeah we'll make up you know make up our own lingo you know it'd be fun anytime i was playing like rocket league with people with microphones that were too competitive i'm like i'm muting you guys man i'm just gonna do my own thing we're not running plays here guys (laughs) fucking playing rocket league calm down (laughs) i think we should absolutely play league of legends and say like wow way to be a tuna yeah, there you go. It's true. Put uh, it out there. Who's got the dick boss on this game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quit dropping yeah. all that spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you oh are God, such yes. a Johnny. That sounds great. Mm. <laughs> and and there's also... Okay, so another thing they recently did was... Um, now, this is kind of funny. So, League of Legends is based on a mod for Warcraft 3 called Dota. So the game itself is based on a mod. So they modded this game again. They modded League of Legends. So there's a mod of this mod, and it's called Team Fight Tactics, and it takes all the characters from LoL, and um, you get to draft them. You get like gold every turn, and so you draft different characters and you put them out on a board, and then they fight other players. You know, you, you can't control them at that point. So basically, what you're doing is drafting characters. And forming teams and it's kind of like a board game slash card game and uh when you get multiples of the same character they level up and get new abilities you can equip them with little equipments and, and it's a really fun like casual like experience where you're just like collecting cool um you know characters and making them stronger and having them work together and that's a fun thing too so it's i don't know there's a lot of cool stuff they're doing with the game um I think it's popular for a reason. Um, I definitely don't think it's like everyone's type of game. It's something, you know, you got to try and see if you like. Um, I guess like if the idea of a competitive role-playing game sounds cool, then you might want to check it out. 
because I mean I, it, it's cool. You're like it's like a Diablo where you're going around and and fucking up other players and stuff. Um, it's I'm you know I'm just gonna say it. Yo, dog, I heard you like mods, so yeah. we're gonna mod your mod and create League Pretty of much. Legends. Well and said, like, David. Yeah. And like, um, one last thing. Um, I feel like there's a lot of really cool character designs, too. I even saw David kind of reference it. Like, well, I mean, there's earlier. only like, what, 200 playable characters? Something like that. And they all have like like 10 different skins, too. So it's like, they've got some cool looking, yeah. looking stuff. Because they just law large Weird numbers cool. says some of these characters have to be very cool. <laughs> And I hear the Netflix show's really fucking good. I didn't know there was a show. Jeez. Yeah, it's like an anime. Oh, is this Arcane? Arcane? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard good things. I hear it's fantastic. I'm way out on this stuff. Jeez. This is one of those like classic, like, oh, this has been out for 13 years and it's super popular and I've never consumed one iota of it. I'm not trying. Like, I'm sure it's fun to jump in and give it a shot, but... No, for all the reasons that Jesse has been describing, I don't think I can bring myself to dip my toe into this 13 years after it first came out. That's yeah. kind of how I feel other people look at the Castlevania anime. I'm like, wait, you're making an anime based on a game from 1987? Oh, Why the fuck should rules. I care? But the anime is fucking awesome. Hmm. I've never heard anybody say that about the Castlevania anime. I've only heard it get universal acclaim, but I don't know. Um, Jesse, great pick. Very popular game. Big time, uh, big time move for you on this episode. Yep. Yeah. I can't wait to get the the GTT esports team together. Mm -hmm. um, tryouts will be next week. I'll I'll post a, uh, more information on outside the gym. We'll yeah. have we'll have League of Legends. We'll have Rivals of Ether. You know, we're going full try hard in this episode. Yep. yep. And we're going to add a new Patreon tier so you can, you know, really get us some good, cheap Adderall, baby. It's going to be good. League Gaming. Yeah. Hey, Balls should sponsor us because we got biggins. The fucking, the SNES game? No, Jesse, yes. we've got big dicks. Our balls are, like, average at best. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, my dick has hey, been sponsored by my yourself, balls for buddy. my entire life. <laughs> we got um, some swinging grapefruit over here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Johnny, who's uh, who's stepping into the uh, fucking Rumble Arena next? <laughs> I'm doing it. Let's go. Yeah. Bring Game those tiny three. grapes.
Alright guys, so this was the first game in the series to be released exclusively on the Sega Game Gear. Guys, let's see some answers. <laughs> God, that, that music was so bad. <laughs> All right, so let's see here. Jesse says Axe Battler, which is incorrect, and David and John both say Sonic Triple Trouble, which is correct. This is Sonic the Hedgehog Triple Trouble, released on the Game Gear in 1994. Uh, the first uh, Sonic game to, to be released exclusively for the Game Gear. It was getting a Master System port, but that just never happened. And uh, it's... Wait, really... I'm sorry. You... Go ahead. You said this game was released in 94? Yes, 1994. And this was the first Sonic exclusive game on the Game Gear? Yes, because everything else got to go to Master System. Did they release that many Genesis games onto the Game Gear? Master System. No, Master So, the oh, game, okay. Yeah, the Game Gear and Brazil, Master System. Brazil, David. Brazil. Yeah. The Game Gear and Master System are basically the same hardware, right? So it's very easy to make a Game Gear game put on Master System. Uh, and, yeah, in Brazil, the Master System was still very popular um, in, you know, in the early 90s. And so uh, they would day. usually put it out in Brazil. This is the first one that oh. only came out on the Game Gear. Uh, and yeah, gameplay-wise, it's got some cool stuff. It's got some cool new power-ups. It's got, uh, you know, the, the, the title of the game is Triple Trouble because you got three baddies that you're dealing with the whole time. Uh, oh. Robotnik, Knuckles, and Knack the Weasel, or Fang the Weasel. And, um, depending on... Oh, this is the game with Knack. Okay. Yeah, Knack the Weasel. And so, wait, Knuckles is still a bad guy in this? Yeah, because this is not like a follow-up to Sonic 3, you know. Uh, this is a sequel to Sonic Chaos, which Knuckles is not in, I don't think. This is ah, Knuckles' first okay. Game Gear game. See, somehow I thought Triple Trouble would refer to the fact that you get to play as Sonic and Tails and Knuckles, but no, you know. I love games named after the villains that you fight. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's really gonna put a game in my Game Gear. And the reason I chose this, actually, is somebody put out a fan game yesterday called Sonic Triple Trouble 16-Bit. That's like a 16-bit reimagining of Triple Trouble. Ooh. And it's very good. Um, it's not is perfect, it but... It's not perfect, but, like, it's... I, it, if they had made a Genesis version of Triple Trouble, that's what we would have gotten, I think. It's very, very interesting. Very good. And Because, yeah, on, on the Game of Your Games, they love to do all this weird shit like put completely invisible springs all over the place like they'd be hidden in trees so he's jumping to the tree and there's a spring which like oh, that's fucked up <laughs> yeah 
Which, like, Sonic 1 did that on the Genesis, but you can still at least see the spring through the tree, whereas, like, no, not on the Game Gear, because, like, it just doesn't have enough pixels. You're just gonna jump in the tree and hope for it. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, that, 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 that's, uh, what the 16-bit remake does, is they, they still include that kind of shit, and I love it. <laughs> I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes that's all it takes. Maybe remove a little bit of bullshit. Yeah. Like, Jeez. And I, I, you know, now, now, speaking of bullshit, do they remove this fucking music? <laughs> yes, it's got new music. That's way better. That was spewed. Woo, rough, man. <laughs> speaking of bullshit, is Sonic the Hedgehog still a character in this game? Yes. Okay. You could play a Sonic or Tails. Just um, checking. <laughs> and yeah, it's uh. Uh, the the music is pretty pretty rough because it sounds it sounds like it's going like out of tempo sometimes or like somebody somebody showed up playing another instrument and they're just not on the beat with everybody else right. like yeah, it's very no, weird it, it, it goes in weird places and does not sound good to my ears <laughs> yeah and it's one of those things where is it actually hmm. really good and I just I'm not refined enough to understand what makes it so good. That's probably it. No, I think it's just bad. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you, no, you just I don't have an ear for shitty. complex arrangements. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you know, I would like to think that uh, that in this case, just only in this case, this is diegetic music, and Sonic has to hear this awful shit the entire time that he's in this world. <laughs> like, it's just, oh God, it's just so bad. <laughs> um. <sighs> I, yeah, I, I'm like, <laughs> it's it, like it broke my brain a little bit. Uh, I'm looking at the cover for the game. Does Sonic surf in this game? That's dope. It's a jet board, so it is a board with jets. Okay, that's extra dope. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so surfing, sweet. but not on water. Little, uh, I, you know, little uh, fucking Back to the Future type shit. Mm-hmm. I lo- I love how you say like, oh, does does Sonic surf in this game? Oh, he has a jet board, so. Technically, no, but it's better than that. Yes. Yeah. That's why I said, oh, that's dope. All, everything you said was contained in the three words I said. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> you got the surfboard, you got a snowboard. Nope, you got jetboard. Yeah, jetting around. Dope. And then um, Tails has like a, a, a vehicle called the Sea Fox, and that's that's pretty like a little submarine kind of thing. It's um, yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah. It's... It should be a flying jet ski, <laughs> which at that point would be a rocket motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be. Yeah, <laughs> it also sounds dope. Yeah, yeah, extra dope. But yeah, um, um, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a, it could have been cool if if they got the music to be better, and if it was... yeah, like if this wasn't like ear piercingly awful <laughs> to like listen to and play. I mean, it was um, on the Game Gear, was it not? Yes. How good could they have made the music? Oh, David, there's better. some good Game Gear music out there. Much better than this. Yeah. <laughs> Is there, though? My good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. That's two voices telling me yes. So I <laughs> apparently I was in error. Go to the radio and request some Game Gear music sometime. We didn't put bad soundtracks up there. There's actual good ones. Yeah. Sonic yeah, Chaos soundtrack yeah. is pretty good. And then there's Fucking a Shinobi soundtrack on Game Gear that's also very good. Yeah, Yuzo Koshiro could make the Game Gear sing. Yeah. Fucking, you know, who, you know yeah. who did not do this game? Kuzo Yushiro. Kuzo Yushiro? Yes. Okay. 
This was composed by, uh... I can't pronounce it. Koji Kondo? No. <laughs> that fuck-ass Koji Kondo coming over to the Game Gear for some reason. Traitor. Yeah, some, <laughs> some untalented hack. What's her name? Yoko Shimomura? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a big oh-no from Yoko. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, you know, sorry, John, I don't, I don't know why you're uncomfortable pronouncing Yayoi Fujimori. Um, awful fucking composer that that is. Uh, <laughs> burn on you, Fujimori. Uh, yeah, um, man. So, this game has potential in the 16-bit remake. You, like, it's actually enjoyable in, yeah. in some ways. 16-bit remake but is awesome. Game Gear has some of the worst music I've ever heard and has a bunch of bullshit traps to impede your progress. Yep, and the screen is too small. Right, that classic Game Gear problem. <laughs> no, not on the Game Gear. <laughs> mm -hmm. Cool, man. Hey, it's not the size, it's what you show on it. Mm -hmm. You know... It's... <laughs> I was gonna go... You can't talk, Dave. I, yeah. I was gonna make a completely different joke, but I'll leave it, it at that. It's not the size you know, that's important, it's how many batteries it consumes to produce what's on the screen. <laughs> we don't need your Atari Lynx-sized opinion. Yeah. I was just gonna say, in, in talks about, like, does the size matter or whatnot, like, you know what ladies say, right? Ow. Game four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My goodness. I guess it's. I guess on that note, it's time for me to step into the. <laughs> Jesus. All right, John. We'll see what you brought. Game four.
right, guys. So, um, in one of the chapters of this game, the player has the option to kill or give mercy to uh, non-player characters. Uh, many people think this is possibly some of the inspiration for the game Undertale. guys who's feeling great i'm feeling very confident that's good fantastic i like that hubris johnny let's see your hubris oh whip it out whip God, it out we do that on twitch it, jesse you beat johnny has put up the game that tune hotline number 940 gtt buzz i'm not sure why we need calls tonight but johnny Guess put it out your there. answer yeah, and uh, Jesse <laughs> and David game. both have the correct answer. This is live. A live? Live alive. I believe this it's is... live alive? <clears throat> no, it's I, supposed to be Okay, no, it's pronounced. definitely not that based on John's response. Uh, it, that wasn't at you. It was at the general frustration of the name of this game. It's so frustrating because... I think only this year did they finally put, you know, say it out loud on like a Nintendo Direct, and I think they called it Live a Live, or they might have called it Live Alive. And it's just like, you know. Oh, this whole why time. Why would you fucking name a game this? This whole time I've been saying La Via Live. Yeah, is that exactly. Not, is, that not, is that right? Is it's not, not, it's not, not La Via Live. Live All this time I've been saying Crandall. Yeah. And then. <laughs> Then Square's fucking, you know, production team has the audacity to confuse the situation further. The, you know, have you seen the new, like, box art, the new, con like, the new, you know, stuff for this game? Now, no. it's Live Alive, but they flipped around the second live, and so it almost seems like the game is called Live A Evil. And it's just fucking continues to be confusing. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, how dare they? They never should have fucking named this game this. Yeah. Uh, they never should have brought it to America. 
They never should have fucking done any of it. Like you know, I wouldn't go you that far. I'm glad they, should they brought have re- this they game to America. They should have fucking renamed the game. They, if they were going to bring this to America, they should have given it a title that makes sense. Like, you know, multi-story. Uh, multi-story. You know, Septopath Traveler. Saga Frontier. Indeed. Dragon um, Quest Ten. No, wait. Back that up. Yeah, that's already... Uh, I think that one's taken. Um, yeah. And that's yeah. not coming to the United States. I know, it's, yeah. so, it's so infuriating. But yeah, so Live Olive... Um, <laughs> it's... Uh, it's a pretty dope-looking game. This obviously wasn't the modern uh, remake soundtrack that just came out this year. This was the uh, technically not yet released in America Super Famicom version of the soundtrack. Uh, I'm allowed to do that because I'm the champion and I don't give a fuck. And it clearly didn't matter because uh, you know two of you got it right, so it's all good. Um, this game looks pretty dope, man. I'm really happy to see them. Honestly, you know, all joking aside, I'm glad this got some uh, sort of release in America because. It was one of those games that just always kind of existed in, like, maybe a one random Game Pro column back in the day. Like, what is that? Is that another RPG from, like, the Square Guys? Okay. We'll see if that ever comes out. And it doesn't. You know, same thing with fucking Second Densetsu 3, now Trials of Mana. It's like, yeah, that never came out. Oh, good. Finally, it came out uh, in remake form. From so, what I'm to understand, this is Japan's version of Earthbound? Where it's like... No an RPG that came out and like it didn't really do well but became a beloved cult classic and then because it became such a popular underground game in Japan they decided to like eh fuck it let's release it in America and see what happens I'm guessing more accurately Square back then didn't care to release it and now Square wants money and uh, they had the relatively easy to, uh, you know, cobble together Octopath art style, and they went for it. Um, I don't know what was holding up all these years. They could have gotten easy money by releasing this years ago. Probably translations and stuff, but... Um, yeah. Uh, I have not yet played it, but I would like to play it, because I like a lot of things about this game. I like that it is a remake of a 16-bit classic RPG that I've never played and have no idea really what it's about. Um... I like the uh, multiple uh, story paths. So there's like seven different characters whose story you can play, and you can play them in any order. I need to know if uh, the order, uh, how locked into that you are. Like if you start as like, you know, the ninja guy and realize you suck as him, can you take a break and go back and start somebody else's you know, uh, path? Or are you just locked into playing one until you finish it? I, I, that is a detail I need to know. <laughs> From what I'm to understand, based upon the um, demo you can download in the Switch eShop, mm. you can save progress in any of the chapters. So, like, you can select the ancient Chinese Kung Fu Master, play, like, 30 minutes, save, and then say, like, no, I'm going to go to the Wild West now. Good. So, okay, like, cool. yeah, that that is an option available to you. I imagine it makes more sense just to play each chapter straight through, and you know, probably makes each chapter more coherent. You you know, actually pay full attention. Uh, but also, from I'm, what I'm I just want to know, like, if I get into one and I'm like, ah, I don't care for this, I'm gonna go try the other six. I want to know that I can do that. <laughs> you can also, from what I'm to understand, every chapter is like thirty to ninety minutes long, so you're not like 
super invested into one chapter. It's not like you need to invest 40 minutes in the distant future before you decide, like, no, I want to be a caveman. Right. And I do like that you can play them in any order. They don't necessarily intersect until, uh, I don't know if it's spoiler alert to say uh, that eventually all the characters uh, have, like, a final shared chapter. Uh, I'm sure that people know that about this game. This game has existed for nearly 30 years. Just because it only came out this year doesn't mean people don't know that, right? It's a cool fucking concept. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know how you connect these fucking disparate characters across timelines and fucking settings. You know, there's, like, medieval settings and fucking Wild West settings and space and... Uh, Space! Fucking, hey, there he is, Thank man. you. Wow. Uh, there's, you know, fucking caveman. You know, I, I don't know how uh, all these characters... Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, you know, but the point is that all these characters become friends. Um, friends. Okay, yes! yeah, Johnny's really on it, baby. He's doing it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, I think my favorite character to play is probably Pepsi Man. Um... <laughs> But yeah, no. Uh, I, <laughs> that just makes me wish that the next Mega Man game had both Pepsi Man and Champagne Man as robot masters. Yes, Bubbly oh God. Man. Yeah, Chris Jericho as Bubbly Man. <laughs> be fantastic. Um, but yeah, no, this game looks cool, man. Live alive. I'm uh, sorry, Johnny. Yeah. He said Chris Jericho as Bubbly Man. He already played it. It's over. Oh, a little bit of the bitch. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's me. The game I'm looks the cool, and I super want to play it. Uh, I like that they remade it using that Octopath art style. I think every 16-bit RPG should be remade for the Switch with that 16 with the fucking Octopath art style. I think it looks fucking dynamite. Uh, they should do it for all of them. Like I, I snap them up. Like, man. And I'm not even just talking like Square's RPGs. If they remade fucking, you know, Earthbound with this shit, ooh, I'd snap that up. It would look nice, Jesse. I know you still, you know, you'd still have a hang-up, but maybe they would also update it so you can see your characters in battle. If, if, if they do that, I'm down. That's what I'm saying. So is that literally the only thing standing in your way? If they do Earthbound, yes. same systems and everything, but it's in HD 2D, and you get to see characters take action against the other characters. You're in? Yes. Okay. One hundred percent. Call Shiggy. I mean, they've shown that for Dragon Quest Three HD Two D, where like you get into a battle, you see the enemy, you see your side, and then it shifts behind your side, so you just see the enemy. Like, right? It kind of does that for the Dragon Quest series. Jesse, thoughts? Mm -hmm. Hold on, he's, he's on the phone. Oh, hey, Shiggy, <laughs> what's up? Star Fox. Oh, I can't talk about that right now. Anyways, <sighs> um, so me and the guys were talking, and you know that cool uh, 2D HD thing that uh, Square's been doing a lot lately? You haven't. <laughs> okay. Well, you, you might want to look up this thing called uh, Octopath Traveler. Tell them to search for Live Alive, however that's spelled. No, there's no octopus. Yeah. I know. There should be. Tell him I love him. <laughs> John loves you. Oh, he says uh, that he loves you as well. Okay, good. And, Thank um, you. Um, he says that he needs your address so he can send you a Christmas card. 
All right, cool. I'll announce okay. that uh, momentarily on the stream. All right. Uh, yeah. It's fucking August. Okay. It doesn't take that long well, to ship to Japan. Whenever you it's Japanese are, Christmas. Um, whenever you're planning on releasing Earthbound, uh, please uh, call our voicemail. Yeah. Yeah, make the announcement there. <laughs> yeah, Bring it great. here first. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. No, I haven't told him about your Triforce tattoo. <laughs> okay. All right, talk to you later. All right. Love you, too. <laughs> Bye. That Triforce tattoo, it's on Shiggy's foreskin, isn't it? No, yeah. it's the Triforce tramp stamp. We've no. discussed this. Mm. No, it's just like on his like a back of his shoulder. Word. Because he still him. has to wear, like, you know, clothes and stuff. He still has to, yeah, you got to be respectable. Um... But yeah, anyway, live alive. Uh, I'm in favor of playing the Switch remake. I'm in favor of playing the original if there's like a reliable, uh, you know, uh, fucking language patch out there or something like that. Uh, I'm going to pick it up at some point. I'm sure I've, you can uh, find it at your neighborhood rental store. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, the fucking, you know, the Steam thing uh, down there. The Steam rental Steam store. Steam Deck. Yes, that's the one. Uh, it's that, that rental store that's outside on the deck. The Steamy Deck. That's um, that's the Steam Deck rental store where you can download like 200 characters for Rivals of Ether. Yeah, that same one. Um, but yeah, so game looks great. Fantastic Yoko Shimomura soundtrack. Uh, I've listened to a lot of the remade tunes. They also sound great. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it. And I'm glad that I got to bring it on tonight's show. Because uh, despite never figuring out how to pronounce it, I'm uh, I'm still pretty pumped for it. So, man, guys, it's uh, it's neck and neck. Johnny's in the danger zone, man. You know we got uh, we got twos across the board. Johnny's only got one. I'm wondering if he can pull something out here with our uh, fan request. Way to go, Johnny! Game five.
Always a fun part of the show. So, who wants some trivia? First off, this is Andrew Oliver of Disc Two Entertainment. That's Disc Number Two Entertainment on YouTube and Twitch, where my friend and I do all kinds of silly things. Secondly, been a fan for years. Even went back, listened to all the old episodes. Shout out to the Purdcast. And thirdly, you probably want the actual trivia. Shockingly. The protagonist of this game has not truly appeared in a game since 2014. And bonus trivia, you have used one other game by the same composer. I'd tell you the episode number, but that would be too easy to cheat. And now you get to hear one of my favorite video game songs of all time. This one is a freaking bop! Oh shit, I forgot something like that. I was so just bopping. Uh, yeah. Plus, I have no hmm. idea what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. Right? No, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty fucking lost. Uh, let's see. So, I guess we just kind of read our answers to each other. Uh, look, Jesse says Crash Bandicoot 4. Johnny says Ultimate Sorry, Beast. I was responding to people I'm saying in the chat talking about the Illinois state flag. Uh, I'm saying Dark Souls 2. David says Miss Pac-Man Maze Madness. Alright, let's see what, uh, what they had to say. Oh man, several times I've been driving the back roads of Maryland jamming out to that. So who's got some answers? Johnny, nice penis drawing. <laughs> and the correct answer is Miss Pac-Man Maze Madness. <gasps> Wait for the sound Whoa! effects. 
originally released for the PlayStation, Nintendo 64, Dreamcast, and later on a GBA port. It's actually a pretty dang cool game, alright? An easy way to describe it is kind of think of like New Super Mario Brothers is to Mario Brothers, where they didn't reinvent the wheel, but they did modernize it, make it look nice, give it a great soundtrack, and it's just a simple, fun adventure. Now, I would recommend it, but due to legal issues, Miss Pac-Man has been retconned out of existence. Namco has completely replaced her with Pac-Mom in several games since 2014. And that's not right! Justice for Miss Pac-Man! And yeah, it's due to some weird ownership of Miss Pac-Man and how she was originally created, but Namco, you make enough money, figure it out! Oh, and the bonus trivia, the composer of this game is John Holland who's better known for Vector Man 1 and Vector Man 2. I did enjoy this one as a kid, was reminded of it through the Nitro Rad review on YouTube. Shout out to his channel. But more importantly, subscribe to Disc 2 Entertainment. <laughs> and that's enough rambling out of me. I'm gonna let you guys try to talk about this game that I doubt any of you have played, although it's pretty good. Love you guys, and remember, hey, fuck you. How absurd. Man, hey, if, if anybody has our fucking number, <laughs> that is that's it. Oh my yeah, god, no. he's he has listened to every episode. That's very clear. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, John Holland um, was only the sound like editor for the first Vector Man, but composed the music for Vector Man Two as well as the Land Before Time Great Valley Racing Adventure. Oh, no! Hey, fuck you. So those were the two games used. Ugh, why you gotta bring shit up, dude? Uh, because I'm striving for that belt, John. Yeah. Um, Running up that hill. Yeah, goodness. So, yeah, um, he's right on, like, all counts. Um, I had no idea this game existed. Um... David clearly has some idea this game exists. Well, this was in that weird period where, like, this was like a PlayStation 1 N64, and also weirdly Game Boy Advance game, but this was in that era where Namco was just really serious about the Pac-Man brand, where it's like, <laughs> because PlayStation 1 was when they did all the Pac-Man World games, where it's like, hey, we have this classic arcade game, fuck it, let's make it like a 3D adventure game too. Can we do anything with Miss Pac-Man? Yeah, sure, why not? Throw her in there too. Yeah, she'll need her own game, of course. Um, no, I, I am... Uh... I'm devastated to learn about the uh, legal issues or whatever that's now got Miss Pac-Man gone and replaced with Pac-Mom? Are you kidding me? Yeah, stay that's... Out of, uh, uh, stay out of my porn search terms. Well, and that's the, fuck, the weird man? thing is because everybody's losing in their mind that Miss Pac-Man has been replaced by Pac-Mom, but if you look at, like, the cutscenes for the, um re-release of Pac-Man World that's coming to Switch within the next couple weeks, um, because we're recording this in August. Um, yeah, you see, like, baby Pac-Man and, like, all the characters, and then you see a, a female Pac-Man with, like, long eyelashes, but instead of a bow, it's just a big floppy hat, like, <laughs> and it was like, oh yeah, Pac-Mom, what the fuck? They should have Miss Pac-Man, like, 
Really? Is the head yes. covering that much of a difference for you? Well, it's that, and there's the C-section scar. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus! It's just they fundamentally different characters. It, you know, those little changes are hard to notice when you're just kind of casually playing the game, but they're there. Miss um, Pac-Man, man, she didn't have a have a cut mark on her, man. She was all natural. Love, uh, love me some Miss Pac-Man. Pac-Mom just puts the whole thing in a weird context. If you're not into banging moms, then how are you supposed to feel towards this character? Is she Pac-Man's mom? I mean, or? that's also a very good question. Is it Pac-Man's mom or is it his wife and Pac-Baby's mom? I mean, I feel like it's Pac-Junior's mom, but also I don't see the issue with banging Pac-Moms because I have no problem with that. I don't know about it's y'all. It's the big floppy hat that's the issue, David. Miss Pac-Man was a sex symbol. Pac-Mom... It's just not the same. As soon as the headgear extends beyond the head, it just becomes unattractive. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you didn't get cum no. on that hat. Right. I'm not trying to bang a chick at the Kentucky Derby. I'm trying to fucking, you know, bang a female version of Pac-Man with some great lips. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> God, you got nothing, man. So this is an airtight Next discussion. <laughs> yeah, I got so many problems with Pac-Mom. Yeah, uh, I need Pac. I need the female Pac-Man single and ready to mingle. Mm-mm. Don't want to meet Pac-Mom's kids. Waka 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 all over this dick. <laughs> I just want to say I have no problems with Pac-Mom. Yeah, we you heard wouldn't. you said that like three times yeah. already. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem yeah. with Pac Bomb. I just don't want Miss Pac Man to go away. Right? Like, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're both valid. It's 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 yeah. replacing Pac Miss Pac Man with one you know Pac Mom that kind of ruins the whole thing. The goal is Pac Mom and Miss Pac Man at the same time. That's you what know, I'm saying. I don't have a problem with Miss Pac Man or Pac Mom. My problem is with Pac Karen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, I really don't care for her. Though that's the easiest game. All you gotta do is make it to the phone and call the cops on the ghosts. <laughs> God, I was hoping for a Mario Two sound there. Yeah, the ghosts are just trying to run a little lemonade stand, and Pat Karen fucking calls the cops on them. <laughs> it's a little, um, little power pellet stand. Yeah, exactly. Which doesn't oh, make sense because they're ghosts. Why would they sell uh, uh, that? that yeah. No. They're squeezing the Pac-Man fruits in, you know, the point is, Johnny, that they're <laughs> a menace and need to be uh, well, policed. It turns out Pac-Man I, is a cop. I just want to say that don't, there are some don't, don't ghosts in that, our neighborhood. I don't feel like they should be in our neighborhood, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My husband and I pay a decent amount of rent here. There's some youthful ghosts nearby talking loudly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're playing some of that ghost music. You know. You know the kind I mean. <laughs> God. Just um, ghost. Yeah, ghost trap. Ghost um, face killer. Yeah. Ghost trap? Yeah. Is it just the Ghostbusters theme? <laughs> <laughs> Pat Karen hates the Ghostbusters theme. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, uh, you know, I'm 
again, mortified to learn about this uh, this game and this uh, this you know, or not the game, but the uh, the the uh, erasure of pa- uh, Miss Pac-Man that, that upsets me. But this game's great, uh, great bops. I, I dig the tunes, and I uh, I dig the way that we ran this fan request. Uh, you know, fucking A plus on the uh, presentation there, Andrew. Thank you for uh, for joining us on the show. Um, and so we've come to the end of the initial. Uh, face. Everybody's stepped into the arena and it's time for someone to be eliminated. And unfortunately, he has to do it to himself. Johnny, you have to game over yourself now. Game over! Johnny has been thrown over the top rope by David. David is in the lead, and that means uh, we got a bonus game coming from uh, from Johnny. See who uh, who gets eliminated next. So let's do it. see any answers yet nobody's getting the elimination yet yeah well t- uh, yeah double checking it yeah anyone have an answer no John, do you have an answer? I'm ready. All right, let's see your answer here. Do we we get trivia or no? You don't need it if I get it right. Yeah. John's John's going for the steal here, unless you guys have answers too. Nope, John, let's see your answer, man. I'm saying this is McDonald's Treasure Land Adventure for the Sega Genesis. That is correct. (laughs) Mm. Johnny. 
Excellent, excellent classic Damn. selection for the bonus game. Oh yeah. How this, did I not yeah. know that? This is so yeah. This is McDonald's Treasure Land Adventure, which we've used on the show before. This is a a classic treasure game, uh, mm -hmm. running around the same time as Gunstar Heroes. Uh, it it shared about half the development team as Gunstar Heroes, uh, which is pretty amazing. I guess they they made this because they were having a hard time getting a good publishing deal with Sega because at the time they really didn't have a track record, and so they got hmm. contracted to make this game by Sega. That's funny. And then just pull out like all the fucking stops. <laughs> Imagine like developing this side by side with Gunstar Heroes. It's like you've got the ultimate crazy like you know, just like demonstration of your company's madness. And it's like, yeah, we don't trust you. Can you make a Ronald McDonald game where he shoots magic sparkles out of his taint? It's like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know, I was sitting here and I was racking my brain. I was like. What game features a Sega Genesis version of Swan Lake? Yeah. And somehow, in in all the realms, <laughs> I did not think a Ronald McDonald game. Yeah, who'd have thought? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I feel like I've uh, I've requested that soundtrack a good amount on the radio. That's uh, it's got some bops, man. Like a shocking number of bops. For um, for a fucking again McDonald's <laughs> Genesis game. <laughs> well, like, again, a, a McDonald's Genesis game with Swan Lake. Like, yeah, that's right. a fucking bop. Well, I mean, the easy thing to do is to adapt classical music into you know video game music. We it, it comes up from time to time. You know, you're uh, you got you know all kinds of classical composers. Uh, you know, just recently in the case of Super Hunchback, we talked about it, David. Um, you know, it's sometimes it's just easier to go with a tried and true tune. Than uh, try and compose your own music, but this uh, this game also has music that they compose themselves, and it's fucking great. Like, and you know, I want to say it's kind of shocking that it's also good because I feel like sometimes the composers for Treasure tend to make terrible soundtracks. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't speak to that just off the top of my head. I would have to do some clicking around. And but the trivia I found for this is actually really interesting. Um, mm. In April 2021. Uh, Treasures president uh, Masato Megawa revealed that you could enter a password on the password screen it, on the password screen and get to like a 3D model viewer in the game. Whoa! So this game had some 3D rendering capabilities. I guess they probably just didn't use in the final game, or maybe it's only used in some small, small parts or something. And you could, but hmm. after what uh, almost 20 years, like 18 years. You know, people are, God, wait, no, 28 yeah. years? Am I not doing math correctly? The developer's like, well, you, you never found my 3D Grimace? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I worked so hard on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that big round purple thing that I programmed into the game, you know, they ultimately didn't use it. But uh, Can, it looks glorious in 3D. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of, apparently there was, um, when Mega Man 9 came out, like one of the Capcom developers and whatnot released a statement like, oh yeah, we have a bunch of like secrets and Easter eggs in this game, and there's one that still has not been found. Hmm. I like that somehow we know that. I feel like you have to find it first to realize that it hadn't been found until a certain time, but interesting. Huh? Um, but yeah, uh, you know, treasure games, cool. McDonald's game, also pretty cool. I was looking up their list. 
They also made Dynamite Hetty, which has a, you know, kind of up and down, but pretty good soundtrack. They made Alien Soldier, which is one of my most ear-splitting fucking Genesis soundtracks. Um, they also made Mischief Makers, which is a pretty good soundtrack, so... Um, they're kind of they're kind of back and forth. They, uh, they they've got more good than bad, but they got a couple of couple of ear splitters out there. So good one, man. You know, great selection. Yeah. Nice, uh, like obscure but fucking bopping. I I like that, Johnny. That was that was devious of you. <laughs> so uh, to that devious end, of course, Jesse has been eliminated from the the Royal Rumble. Uh, I'm sorry, the Battle Royal. Hey, fuck you. I was going to say, we probably should have cooked up a couple extra game over sounds by now, but hey, here we are. <laughs> no, it's fine as is. <laughs> and so here it is, David, you and me, head to head. Jesse's game to separate us. Let's see what happens. <laughs> So this game, uh, this uh, 2018 release just had a advanced edition update uh, released July 19th, 2022, um, 
for PC and Switch, adding tons more content, including new squads, pilots, and enemies, and a new unfair difficulty level. Some answers. This is a battle royale, gentlemen. No easy not a five long minute song. dance. You gotta know what you're doing. Mm. And John is writing very slowly. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. All right. Uh, John says Klonoa. That's incorrect. And David, with the correct answer, Into the Breach. That's right, this is Into the Breach. Um, That's a cool tactics robot game where you uh, have to save cities with uh, against these giant bugs that are coming out of the ground and stuff. And um, it's very strategic and it's... It, you know, it plays a lot like a puzzle game because, like, you're not just trying to destroy the monsters outright because um, you have a lot of different abilities that, like, will push uh, monsters in certain directions. And so, like, if you can just push them away from buildings and last for the amount of turns you need to, you know, get the victory conditions... Um, so yeah, they added a whole bunch of new robots and uh, pilots and enemies and stuff, and um, it's still a super fun game. Like, like I bought this when it came out. I know I used it on the show, talked about it, and raved about it. And it's difficult. It's like really difficult, but it's so like reward. Like it feels so good when you beat a map. Like you you kill, you finish everything. You protect the certain buildings you're supposed to. You get like a nice combo where you like knock a giant bug into another giant bug, and it kills them. Or or you move something out of the way so the bugs attack themselves. Um, but yeah, and they you know they added a whole bunch of new stuff out of nowhere. Like I I didn't even hear that they were gonna drop this update until like like two weeks before and it's like oh yeah into the breach is gonna have a big update like it's not like a small one either um it's really good on the switch too it's got a cool like kind of minimalist uh sprite uh art style um music is is good and um it's just like a really fucking solid and thematic uh like puzzle game because like figuring out how the robots work with each other you know how you can push one like stuff into other things or or use your different abilities and it's really cool it's a, it's a great game cool yeah dope man it uh it's one of those games that looking back on you know game that tune it's like oh yeah that sounded cool when jesse described it all those you know years ago fuck i should have played it by now <laughs> yeah it's perfect for switch and now with this new update like yeah, is it perfect in. for mobile? 
Well, actually, it is. Um, it's one of uh, Netflix's first games. Yeah, I also just is... saw that. So it's released on mobile, and now Netflix is publishing games. Yeah, it's it's wild. They're trying to like have like a Game Pass situation going on too. I could but you like, kiss my fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no if offense. you already subscribe to Netflix and they're like, "Hey, now you can play these games." That's right. pretty cool. That's true. Yeah. yeah, if they just give you a few, uh, you know, five-year-old games to play because you're a Netflix subscriber, I suppose that's cool. <clears throat> Especially with new um, updates that came out last week. But like, do I have to play them on my phone through the Netflix mobile app? Or are they like streaming? No, what happens, what happens is, uh, I've heard it on podcasts before, um, so you open like the Netflix thingy, and you're like, I want to play this game, and so then it takes you to whatever uh, store your phone uses, so like either the Google Store or the Apple Play Store, and ah, then okay. you get like a, a link to download the game there, and so it hmm. just, it basically just knows, it's like, oh hey, uh, I'm connecting to the it says you got a subscription. You can play this game. Cool. Um, cool. So you can just download it and stuff. Um, so it's nothing too crazy. No, yeah, that sounds cool. But, yeah, um, I was curious because I'm like, wait, how does Netflix distribute games? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, hmm. Man, cool. Good bonus pick, Jesse. Yeah, it's a good, good game. Real good game. Yeah. That new, new not- update is great. I've been playing it. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry. The difficulty they added was literally called unfair difficulty. Yeah, I I play on normal, so I will never see that because normal is already a, a kick to the dick. Right. Um, and, and like, so how far you only how have far so up many, the dick uh, do you like get kicked in unfair difficulty? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I I spoke over you. What did you say? Oh, I I said that you only get so many reset. Like you can um. Like do a go back when you move. Like if you're like, oh, I don't really want to move there. But once mm. you actually like do something that turn that that's in stone. But you do have a a reset, so you can reset like one turn per uh, mission. Ah, and, okay. Um, so if you really fuck up, you can you know reset it. Be great if like after you ran out of resets, you know, you make a bad move and the game knows you've made a bad move. It just puts like a big alert up on screen, like incoming dick kick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just Shit. watch your whole squad get destroyed. Like, hmm, man, I shouldn't have, uh, shouldn't have fucking activated that dick kick. That, you know, that was not the square to land on. Son of a bitch. No. But man, cool, great, uh, great pick. I'm not mad at all because I blanked out completely and forgot about Into the Breach existing. Not at all. Not not bad or humiliated that I might be losing to David of all people. <laughs> um, Bitch, please. I've been like triple king in the past. Yeah. Keyword the past. Johnny, start the calculated computer. <laughs> Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Space. Boops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... David Fleming. Incredible. Entered the rumble first and uh, still managed to pull it off, man. Drank more than any of us before the show started. Entered the fucking battle royal first overall. Comes away with the victory. But you know, master... I did yeah, my same. best to handicap myself to give mm-hmm. y'all a chance, and somehow still came out on top. 
I take back all the concern messages we've been sending you, David. Yeah. Don't ever sober up because yeah. you'll just you'll dominate the show. You're like the Rock um, Lee of the show. Yeah, he's the Bo Wright show of fucking game that tune. David Fleming, son of a bitch. I understand um, that Mortal Kombat reference. I do not understand that Naruto reference, but you know what? I'll take it. He yeah. when he gets drunk, he becomes a drunken master, and it's fucking he's he fucks the shit out of people. It's great. Oh, good. You know what? Uh, I'll I take like it. That. <laughs> uh, you're talking, you know, martial arts uh, Italy. Yeah, no, yeah. No, not like, there's no, like, dick penetration. Right. No. <laughs> See, okay. I was See, confused that's, that's more David's style. <laughs> I, I thought Naruto was a very different show. Where it's like, you know, Naruto yeah. just whips out his dick and just, like, ninja fucks everyone. I thought they called him Rock Lee because he could just keep it that hard. Um, I mean, he, he probably He could. goes all Lee hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, man, fuck. Uh, congratulations, David. You've won the Battle Royale of Game That Tune August Absurdity. Son of a bitch. He pulled it off, uh, threw me over the top rope, and now he stands alone in the center of the ring. Just him and his plans for August Absurdity. So, David, we need to know how you booking this thing. Who are you challenging, and are you challenging them next week or the week after that? Give it to us. You know, I love all you guys. Um, I think all three of you are brothers to me, so I don't... I feel bad saying anything negative about anyone and saying, like, anyone is the weak link that I have an easy chance to challenge. That being said, I choose to challenge John Regan... Um, and I'm going to take you on next week, motherfucker. Ooh, okay. He wants it immediately. Yeah, so, okay, you're looking for a tough week next week. All right, sweet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mm. tough week. (laughs) Yeah. They called Johnny, uh, what's the opposite of Rockley? Jello Lee. Um, yeah. He's going to whip that flaccid thing out and wrap you up in it. It's, uh, you gotta watch out for that, man. He's gonna give you the jiggle bone. <laughs> Chotty's like Dr. Octopus, except instead of metal, it's penis. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, just talking to him in his head constantly. Uh, so yeah, man, wow. Um, what a challenge. David versus Johnny for the first head-to-head round of August Absurdity. Jesse and I will be head-to-head the week after that. Classic matchup, that. Me and Jesse, uh, classic rivalries. Uh, you know, one might be uh, Ric Flair, one might be Dusty Rhodes. I'm not going to say which one's which. Um, but someone might be having their last match in a couple of weeks. We'll just see. Uh, in the meantime, man, what a show. Get your requests in to me and Jesse for David and Johnny's head-to-head matchup next week. And guys, it's been a fantastic show. Thank you everybody so much for watching. Thanks to everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. We appreciate you guys joining us, chatting along with us. We'd love to see you. Uh, thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. Our podcasts come out Tuesday mornings, GameThatTune.com, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, all the things that you would do to a beloved podcast. Do unto Game That Tune. Uh, thank you to everybody checking out Patreon. Patreon.com slash GameThatTune is the home for awesome exclusives. We've got mixtapes. Jesse's been publishing mixtapes like crazy. He's published, I think, four mixtapes this month. A Final Fantasy mix, a Ninja Turtles mix, 
and then some mixes that maybe have a little bit more of a statement to make. Fuck the police and fuck the Nazis. Jesse ain't afraid to say it, and he'll say it with video game music mixtapes, the best way to say it. Uh, and then we've also got Game of the Tune Gems, we're catching up on that. And we uh, we do a 24-7 video game music live stream, radio.gamethatune.com, gtt.rocks. Maybe you've heard of it. Uh, maybe you listen to it all day, every day. You guys help us keep the lights on there, and we super appreciate that. Um, we got all kinds of fun stuff with Patreon, and we appreciate the support. want to give a special shout-out, of course, to our Patreon absurd fans. I'm talking Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Taylor Y., Sam L., Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsaddled Zebra, Akadar, The, Kerrigan, and Rav Sieg, a fantastic group of Patreon absurd fans that we have. Um, want to thank, uh, fucking, um, what's the name of that guy? Andrew the guy Oliver? That, you know, suddenly appeared on the show and did the request. Yeah, you know the guy I'm talking about. He mysteriously appeared in audio form. Uh, want to thank Andrew Oliver from Dix, uh, Disc, not Dix. <laughs> <laughs> Two dicks entertainment. <laughs> Thank you so much from our yeah. dick. Yeah, fucking, you know, Alan Two Dicks Entertainment. Andrew's there, baby. Uh, you know, want to thank Andrew Oliver from Disc Two Entertainment. Uh, fantastic request. Thank you for, uh, you know, bailing me out with the anonymous, uh, you know, request that I would be able to participate in. Fantastic request. Normally, people, though, make their requests at GameThatTune.club or they make them in Discord or they hit us up, GameThatTune at gmail.com. Do one of those things. We'll get your request. Maybe play it on the show sometime. Uh, we love you guys making requests. Um, and that is gonna do it. David, you've got Battle Royale bonus tunes to close out this first episode of August Absurdity, and I want to know what you've got. Well, you know, it's a... tone a sh- setter. I'm sorry? A tone setter. You know, I am sad because um, <laughs> we we set up everybody was going to have a um, bonus song. Everybody was going to have a bonus game just in case. So um, my bonus song was going to tie into my bonus game, which unfortunately we never got the chance to play. So it's going to sound a little bit weird. Um, but the, the bonus game that I chose was going to be Super Mario Odyssey. So my bonus song was going to be the adventurous beginning to that game, getting us into August Absurdity. It's the Cascade Kingdom Fossil Falls from Super Mario Odyssey. Hell yeah. That's not the energy I want for August Absurdity at all, David. I'm going to need to be more malicious next time. Peace out, everybody! Actually, this is pretty good energy for uh, August Absurdity. <laughs> you become a dinosaur. It's perfect energy. Too bad.
Rivals of Ether is copyright 2017 Ether Studios. League of Legends is copyright 2013 Riot Games. Sonic the Hedgehog Triple Trouble is copyright 1994 Sega Games Company Limited. Live a Live is copyright 1994 Square Company Limited. Miss Pac-Man Maze Madness is copyright 2000 Namco Limited. McDonald's Treasureland Adventure is copyright 1993 Treasure Company Limited and Sega Games Company Limited. Into the Breach is copyright 2018 Subset Games. The Maryland flag is just an ugly ass flag. I'm sorry. Dave, you know what I think we just found? I think we just found our core rivalry for next week's episode. Right. The is Maryland the Maryland flag like, good or bad? It's like. John loves it just that David hates it. Let's find it out of her game that too. Have you seen the fucking Illinois flag, David? You know, Illinois is not a great flag. No, it but looks it's like I fucking than made it Maryland. in Maryland. Looks like I made it with clip art. It looks like shit. I mean, yeah, Maryland saying... is just like awkward patterns in like a check pattern. Like it's it's just an ugly ass flag. I'm sorry. I don't so know. That fl- I think it's kind of a standout. The flag's actually the Maryland flag's actually like a little bit racist. I mean, I'm not I, mean I understand the history of the flag and that it's based upon like different like dynasties and whatnot, but like I know there's history behind it, but I'm sorry, it's just ugly ass pattern in a check. Well, yeah. So during the Civil War, Maryland had kind of split up between people who wanted to fight for the South, people who wanted to fight for the North, and the sort of compromise at the end of the Civil War was to combine both flags into one. Right. So half that flag is pro-slavery. <laughs> like, See, and that's the uh, problem. I, I actually think the check pattern's the good-looking part of it, man. I think a black and yellow flag is pretty fucking dope. Well, yeah, I don't know which part is the slavery part. Hmm. Probably not the black <laughs> part. 